Well, I'm glad you're with us today. We have a very special treat today. We have with us from Campion Academy uh, the choir known as Koinonia, which is the smaller group. There's a larger choir, but this is the smaller choir. And they've come to join us today. Now I have a, 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 a acknowledged bias here, and I will, I will own it. My daughter Ariel is in this choir. And uh, so I am particularly pleased that they are here, but we are pleased even beyond that. And uh, several of you that are here because Koinonia is here, we welcome you. We're glad that you've joined us today uh, for what will be, uh, Koinonia will walk us through an experience today. But more on that in a second. Uh, I want to ask Cecilia Simmons to come join me for just a second. And I guess we can come over here and the choir could start coming up if they wanted. You want, you want them to start coming? Yeah, all right. You all can start coming up over here. So this is the director, and in fact, the director really of all the music uh, at Koinonia. She's technically an outlaw, so we've got her face covered up here. Uh, no, that's not true. You, you've not, yeah, go ahead. You've not been well. Come on over here so they can see you. Um, tell us about all the groups you lead uh, at Campion right now. Well, at Campion Academy, we have our Koinonia group. We have our larger chorale with about 50 plus, I think, uh, Getting closer to 60 right about now. We have our orchestra as well as our jazz ensemble, which is a bit of a new ensemble for us from the past couple of years. We also have a bell choir as well. So quite a few ensembles there at Camp Academy. And I've had the chance to hear a lot of the different groups and different events, and it's a lot of fun. And uh, it's a wonderful program. Pretty remarkable, actually. How many students are there at Campion right now? Is that a number you know? That is a number I should know. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the audience, and I see Sandy, who is the superintendent. And I'm like, what is our number? 135. So that's pretty remarkable. You think about that, almost 60 of them in the choir, nearly half the school is a part of the choir. Uh, that's, that's a neat rate of participation you have. So we're so glad you came. Anything you want to tell us before we get going here? I'm going to lay out the plan, but go ahead. Well, literally, you stole my thunder. I was going to do another shout-out to Ariel because I'm sure everyone's wondering why we are here. But we're not just here for Ariel Patterson. Our goal is to get into as many churches here in Colorado as possible and share music with you all. So if you know of a church I have not yet visited, let me know, and we'll be back, even though Ariel is not a student at our school because she is graduating this year as she is a senior. So yes, that's part of our goal, and it's not simply to highlight one of our students. We love all the students we have in our ensembles. It's exciting to share with you the people you have supported and have hopefully grown up here in your sanctuary. Very good. All right. Thank you so much. Does that go back to you, Mark? All right. You can take that. With, I'll give it to Mark. There we go. Okay. So what we're going to experience here today is, is a journey, and really it's the journey of the Christian who begins with the realization that this life is not what God intended. And we'll begin with a song, and you will not recognize uh, the words necessarily because it's in, what was the language again? Say it again. Issa Zulu. Uh, so you will not understand the words, but the, the name of the song is Jerusalem. And the words go like this, Jerusalem is my home, save me, go with me, do not leave me here, my place is not here, my kingdom is not here, save me, go with me, yes, do not leave me alone, Jerusalem is a bright home. <laughs> have you ever felt those feelings in your heart <clears throat> as life and its trials have come upon you? <clears throat> We're not the first to experience this. 
Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8, we find these words. It says, By faith Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went even though he did not know where he was going. By faith he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of those same promises. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God.
experience of dislocation, of feeling this world is not the home that it should be. This longing has taken shape in all the different lands of the world, and though the way it might be expressed in one place versus another might feel different or seem different, the sentiment of the experience of humanity remains the same. Wherever we were born, wherever we were from, whatever customs and norms None of us within what we've encountered in this life have ever found enough. It's never been enough. And every culture has expressed itself and the longing in its own ways. Hebrews 11 verse 13, all these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. This is the longing of all of our hearts, wherever we've come from. This city whose builder and maker is God. And as we become aware of this longing and we begin to search for the one who can give us this, we come to realize we need something more than what we have here. Someone more than what is here. Someone who can make all things new. Someone who is himself the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, someone who is complete in all of it. For we know when we see ourselves that we are not. Our lives are light and darkness, gain and loss, strength and weakness, crown and cross. But He, He is above and is able to make all things new.
Revelation chapter 21, verse 1. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He will make all things new. You cannot believe these words and not be changed. You cannot believe that a day will come when the dwelling of God will be with men and not be changed. If this is your faith, then be changed.
Luke chapter 10, verse 17. The 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Is your name written in heaven? Have you put your faith in the Lord Jesus? Have you recognized that there is no city here that is enough? Have you known your need? Have you been changed? If this is true, and if this is you, and your name is written there, then do not be afraid. The Lord would not bring you this far just to leave you. He has eternal plans for you. He has eternal purpose for you. And there is nothing, neither height nor depth, nor anything else that could ever separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus, your Lord.
John chapter 10, verse 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. If while you heard that previous song, if in your heart you felt an emotion build in you, a promise that God would not lead you this far to just leave you, if in that moment you felt it, believe that you are in the Father's hand, and it is the desire of your heart to be a part of His kingdom, and if you will but stay the course with the Father, none can snatch you away. You are safe in the hand of Jesus as long as that desire in your heart for his city, for his place, for the transformation that comes through him, as long as it lives in you, you are safe in his hand and nothing can take you away. Now you could turn around, you could decide to give up on the promise of the new heaven and the new earth for the substitute of this world. But I want to say to you, do not let nobody turn you around. Stay with the Father. Seal in your heart that feeling that you had a moment ago that you will forever be a part of his eternal kingdom. Turn your 
And here we find ourselves at our destination that Koinonia has led us to today with their songs making us aware of our need, calling us to a faithfulness and to a faith, to a confidence that believes in Jesus we are safe and secure. Revelation chapter 3 verse 11 says, I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. The one who is victorious, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will they leave it. I will write on them the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I will also write on them my new name. The band is going to join us again. And we're going to sing a song together at the end as a response, an opportunity for all of us to sing, and we expect the choir to sing particularly loud to make us sound like we're really good at this. We're going to sing a, a song called Waymaker, because for us to go on this journey from this land that we know is not what God intended to this new Jerusalem that will come again, we need someone to show us the way. The disciples said, we don't even know where the Father is. How can we know the way? But Jesus said, don't worry about directions because I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. He is our way maker. So I hope this day you have put your trust in him. You have put your faith in him. You have put your confidence in him, for he will make a way for us to be a part of the new Jerusalem.